I'm Ron Algar Watt, and this is More Bits. Ed Casey and I spoke about a year ago on the subject of depression. It was basically a coming out for me. I'd never really discussed my own difficulties in public before, and I couldn't imagine anyone better than Ed to do it with. I wanted to sort of reconvene a year later to show that we're both still struggling with our various issues, because that fight, as Ed will be the first to tell you, doesn't ever really end. So I kind of wanted to, I don't know, like... Where do you want to start? I, I don't think we really gave the impression that we had our shit figured out last time we did this. Wait, but I do feel like... Do you have your shit know. figured out now? <laughs> yeah, I'm right. No, I I just... I feel like it's important to sort of check in and say we're both still fighting. It's not like, yeah, we're fine now, but yeah. you're still fucked up. Do you understand what right, I mean? Right, right, And that's kind of why I wanted to do another one of these to say we, we both had very different years looking back. Sure. And different challenges to our, you know, bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of wanted to, to check in and, you know, people listened last time maybe and... Uh, they could hear what we're going through, and maybe it's like what they're going through. And I don't know. I heard from a lot of people, like a lot, pe- a lot of people I didn't expect to hear from after our last this one? thing last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get that. I get that a lot. Anytime I write about this stuff, um, or, yeah, well, or, do, any, or do anything about it, um, you're so much more open about it. So yeah, that makes sense. I felt yeah. like I was coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, that's very much what it felt like. Totally. And I got some friends that come to me now and ask, you know, hey, do do you think I might be, uh, you know, bipolar or something? Because yeah. uh, it sounds like I go through a lot of the same stuff as you do. And it's like, well, I didn't necessarily sign up to be that guy, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad I can help, you know? And I, in fact, I actually got, I, I got a little bit, of, I think I may have talked about this once before, maybe because we, we've done two of these now, right? We've done we've I one, believe so, yeah. one depression, one, one ADD. Yeah. I, t- I wanted uh, to talk more about the depression thing. Again, yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, but yeah, I had a coworker give me a little bit of a, you know, that was, that was informative and helpful, but like, you know, sort of who the, who, who the fuck are you to be? <laughs> yeah. To be bandying about advice as if you have anything, you know. Uh, Except knowing you and I, I bet both of us said that 7,000 times. I'm sure we did. I, I, in, listening, in listening to it, to the extent that I could, you know, bear to and hear my own voice. Um, right. You know, I, I genu- generally refer to, you know, my, my problems and my experiences, uh, hopefully in, in such a way that's reading as, you know, exactly that. Like, these are my experiences. Yeah, with one all guy's mess. life. This is that's not it. like, this is not a roadmap, you know, for anyone else. Um, no, yeah. but we might as well say that again at the top here. Like, sure. This is this Absolutely. is still just me and you dealing with our shit, and we yeah. don't have any particular, you know, expertise uh, yeah. no other expertise. than experience. No, 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 yeah, exactly. No expertise other than experience. But, you know, right. but on, on the flip side of that, you know, even if this isn't a thing of, of me saying, like, you know, here's what I've done, here's how I've gotten through it, you know, like, while that is not definitely not a roadmap for how anyone else should live, because everyone, you know, is their own, you know, thing. Right. Like the most powerful thing I've always gotten out of this is is exactly that. Like the people you know that you talked about, where people come to you and say, like, "Wow, like you know, that's it was like listening to myself talk, you know, or it was right. like somebody talking, you know, from the inside of my head." Because that's always been the most powerful stuff for me, mm-hmm. um, you know. And you get that with the stuff you write, yeah, all the time, all the time. Wow, um, and and always just like a you know, a thank you for you know, thank you for talking about this, you know, and not necessarily in like a you know, this changed my life way or this you know. This finally helped me like realize, but it's just, it's such, it's such a powerful thing, especially with stuff like depression, which can be very, very isolating. It's such a huge thing to realize, like, I'm not the only one going through this. And like to have somebody else sometimes say things out loud that maybe are wrapped up in your head and you don't know how to say them is like, 
man, that's big time for me. That's I mean, that's the, and that's the biggest thing I've always gotten out of it from other people as well. Yeah. And, and I think that's true of, uh, I mean, many things, you know, you, you hearing. Yeah, me too really helps then, you know, that's sort of the first step. That's sort of like, well, I'm not the only one going through this. So, uh, you know, what do you do? Yeah, totally. And like I say, it did feel a bit like coming out. It feels like there's a stigma. It feels like certain people would judge me for it. It feels like I'm mm -hmm. very uncomfortable being out there with it, but I am now. I, I suffer from depression. That yeah. is a thing that I'm still not comfortable saying in public, but here I am. <laughs> Well, this isn't public. This is just the internet. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, and you were you were just, abs I mean, to continue the metaphor, you were just absolutely flaming with it. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> you're the you're I, the guy I I wearing watch. the rainbow speedo like on the front of the parade float. That is, yeah, you're that the is me. you're the dude cavorting in front of the parade, and I'm just looking and saying, man. Yeah. I wish I could fill out a speedo like that. A depression speedo. Depression speedo. <laughs> new band name. I call it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's. And it's something I think about, you know, because talking about it publicly as as therapeutic as it can be for me and helpful to other people, like it's, you know, it's put my ass on the line. There's going to come a day where I'm going to be up for a job, you know, and someone's going to Google me and yep. they're going to be like, wow, like maybe we don't want to hire this head case, you know, or like I'm going to go on a date and some girl's going to look back through, you know, my posting history and be like, wow, fucking wingnut. Like I'm going to run away screaming because this guy seems unstable, you know, but on, that's uh, on the other hand, you don't want to date that chick. Trust me. <laughs> no. I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but it's. It's something I think about occasionally, you know, it's something my dad said to me where he said, you know, this, all the stuff that you talk about, like, this is how people will know you, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, like I've heard from people who have unfollowed me on Twitter because, you know, they sort of know me in some senses, but like, that's not how they want to know me. They don't want to know like, you know, 2am sort of flailing at the world because he can't figure stuff out, Ed, you know? Um, and, see, and, that's, I see... and that's fine. I mean, that's, that's the nature of of both a personality and all this online stuff when like so, so much of, you know, of everything is public. Like people can, they can pick and choose which facets of my life they want to interact with. That's fine. But see, I'm still very much coming at it from the point of, of I can pick and choose what people see. Yeah. And I can create a persona and they don't need to hear this. This isn't any of their business. And oh, again, sure. I feel that that's sort of like, I, I might come back to this a lot because I've been thinking about it this way a lot, mm -hmm. but the, the coming out metaphor, mm -hmm. it's, there's a stigma. There's people that probably shouldn't know about it. Sure. But I can't be ashamed of it. I can't, you know, it's a thing that I can't, I shouldn't have to hide. Right. Right. And I wish I could go to a boss or somebody and say, look, the reason I call in sick every now and then, even though I'm obviously fine, is because I'm not fine. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, I had, I had something like that this year, mm -hmm. actually, where I had a real bad patch and I didn't go into work for three days and I was like, they're going to fire my ass. Yeah. But I can't really call in depressed either. What do you know? What do you do then? Yeah, I don't know. That that is, that is that's that's hard. You know, and yeah. it depends on again. It's one of those different for everybody things. Like I have, you know, sort of. But enough. are you are you open to the people like like your coworkers, your your boss, your, um, like my, people my, like that? My boss, yeah. Um, you know, do you have a cool boss, and maybe even. Um, I, well, I mean, I've known him forever. I mean, I knew him okay. from before we started working together. Um. You know, and we sort of have a after after some bumps and some me like, you know, you know, not to stray too far to ADD land. But before I started getting help and like, you know, my main method right. of, of dealing with stuff would be to sort of tuck it away and hope nobody came asking for it, you know, and then projects weren't getting done and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, so after those sort of clusterfucks, like we sort of established a like, you know, a no bullshit, you know, complete honesty, you know, type policy. See, that's um, nice. I don't really is, have anything like that. No, it's it's a it's an extremely unique uh, situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, my my team at large, 
you know, except for the ones who maybe read read my blog, I don't really know. Um, but mm-hmm. it's certainly not like as as we sit around, you know, the lunch table, I'm not like, you know, so I couldn't get out of bed this weekend, you know, like if they, <laughs> well, ask, me, if, if they ask me what I did over the weekend, I'm not like, well, I watched, you know, like for two seasons of Gilmore Girls because I literally could not get out from under the covers. Like that's not a conversation I'm going to have, you know, around the water cooler. Right. Um, but I'm lucky enough to, yeah, have a boss who's who's pretty understanding of, of my situation. I'm extremely See, lucky. I- I have a I have a coworker who's um who came over to me and and called me out on the fact that I'm kind of quiet. I don't really interact with anyone. Yeah. And I would love to just come out and say, look, the reason is because half the time I would be utterly terrified. <laughs> I can't say that. Yeah. I I so I just I don't know. I'm quiet. I'm shy, which mm-hmm. is completely not true. Right. I mean, I I stand you know I stand on a soapbox on the internet all day and say, look at all the stupid shit that I did. Look at me. Look at me. I'm obviously yeah. not shy. Right. But. But that's also that's also Internet Al, who's different than like, you know, yeah, the rest I of the suppose, world. Al. I suppose that's true. But I mean, I, even someone like me, like I'm, I'm extremely public with you know a lot of my life, um, and that's still nowhere near a full picture. I don't think of, you know, of who I am. I hope. I hope there's more to me than my. Well, tweets. not like does does your family? I, I mean, you from what I remember from last time, your family knows about this and is sort of understanding about it and all. Oh that, right? yeah, totally. Um, yeah, my parents know the deal. Um, and, you know, they they worry. And if I if I go quiet, you know, for a long time, like they'll, mm-hmm. you know, they'll call and check in, um, which, you know, I appreciate not in a not in a badgery, you know, sort of way or anything like that. But right. Um, you know, and when I was getting help, they were very much very supportive, you know, um, occasionally, like I, when I write things that are less than pleasant, um, they become concerned, especially when it goes up without warning. So if I if I get into like deep, dark stuff, I'll often shoot my mom an email and just be like, hey, like this is some, some stuff I had to write out. But like, please don't worry. Right. Um, you know, because I mean, we talked about this before, like by the time I like write stuff and post it like that's released, that's done. Like I'm uh, oftentimes I'm over it by the time it actually hits the Internet, you know, but like that's, you know, that's part of well, but it's, yeah, part it's of the part process. Of process. So like yeah. so my mom reads that and is like freaking out because it sounds like I'm dangling my toes over the ledge of, a, you know, of the roof, which is not the case. But, you know, in it, I get it. I mean, you're sitting there reading about your kid who's obviously in pain and like, yeah, you're going to you're going to reach out and try and help. Yeah, so. and see, I've tried to explain it to my mom so many times, yeah. and even still to this day, yeah. she's like, "Well, why don't you just cheer up?" Right. Still, it's never a, it's it's um, it's never a, a what the fuck is wrong with you. It's always you know, are you okay? Which is right. totally like, yeah, you know, uh, um, you know, I'm okay with I'm okay I, with. Concern. I don't quite get what the fuck is wrong with you, but I do get you're obviously <laughs> exaggerating. This isn't right. a, a real thing, right? You're not, you know, and it's weird because once again, to bring it back to that metaphor, it just, it fits for me for some reason. Sure. My brother is gay. He came out, well, he didn't have to come out. We knew when he was like three, <laughs> but he's one of those kids, but she's totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. So what, you're, you're cool with the fact that he was born that way. Right. Which is not necessarily in, in line with what you were raised to think of as normal, mm-hmm. but I was born this way and you can't accept that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not like uh, using this as a, as a, you know, like uh, you're not my surrogate mom in this conversation. <laughs> Damn it. I want to yeah. be though. Sorry. No, it's the it's the wire rack that they put in there with the uh <laughs> with the with the baby bottle on it. I was hoping you'd get that reference. But um it's it's just it's frustrating because I want to say all those times when I was growing up when I when I quit things, when I, you know, yeah. I I ran inside crying or whatever. It's yeah. it's there's a reason for that. It comes from somewhere. Yeah comes from your fucked up jeans. 
Oh, so now you're blaming her. <laughs> yeah. I'm blaming you, Mom. I mean, Ed. I mean, God damn, damn it. it. I'm, okay, I'm really uncomfortable with this now. This got weird. Oh, God. But, you know, it's 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 frustrating, and that's probably one of the reasons I'm more reluctant to, to share these things publicly, mm-hmm. is because I don't feel like, you know, my original support system has any idea what's going on. Fortunately, I'm married to someone who is an incredible support system. Right. To the point that I feel guilty about it and don't want to trouble her with it, and that's an endless source of frustration for her. So, yeah, let's, I mean... Well, we talked about this a little before we got started. Yeah, it's that... So this is something that I've been... Because she is, like, she, I assume, I don't know why, but I assume, she loves you a lot, enough to marry you. Yeah. Um, well, she wanted the visa, but other than that... Sure. <laughs> who wouldn't want to leave Canada for here? Obviously. Yeah. Um, so... But in your in your brain, when you're in your low spots, like your brain is telling you that if you reach out to her for help and support, like that she is going to get tired of you eventually and leave. Yeah. It's like one more time. That's it. This might be the last time. How like right now, I don't know where you are, you know, in, in your in your cycle, like fairly level for quite a while. We'll get to that. OK. Like how ridiculous does that sound to you right now? Oh, and, if you, and if you said absurd. that to her, like how hard would she laugh at the very notion that like I, Al's I too sad for me to stay here? And yeah. I'm going to leave. I have told her that. And she does think it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, right. Uh, and so this is like this is the thing that I've been super fixated on lately is just yeah. this this idea that, you know, in the course of whatever brain chemistry is going on, like it it tur- it, it turns your brain against you and it lies and it takes yep. it like lies and manipulates you like from inside your own head. This is like 70s era, like scary story shit where it's like, <laughs> you know, the, the bad thoughts are coming from inside your own brain. You know, right. Um, and and because took... they, because they are, they know the exact combination. They oh, know you the kidding exact... me? They know the, they know the floor plan, and they've got just a you know just a poker face like a motherfucker. Um, right. And it took me seeing this from the outside to really sort of put a pin in it and like and actually like recognize it and really nail it down. Um, because I watched a friend of mine receive a very nice gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and his immediate reaction to that, which which I didn't just like you know I didn't watch like he told me this. He said, yeah, they only got it for me just because, you know, I'm just such a fucking loser and I obviously need something like this to cheer me up. Yep. Like, that's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> like that's <laughs> I've had thoughts like that, though. <laughs> so have I. So have I. But it took me seeing that to see, like, this totally just genuine, kind gesture that the only thing he could take away from it was, like, I must be, like, how pathetic am I that someone had to buy me a present? You know? Like, that's... Right. That's crazy. And so now, like, since that moment, you know, I've seen that a lot more clearly. It doesn't always stop me from it doesn't almost ever stop me from, like, falling victim to it myself. But it's this insane thing where, you know, like someone someone will tell you that, you know, they love you. And all I'm getting out of that is like, well, they like they're trying to get something out of me, like they're trying to manipulate me. You know, right. Like these and, and like people that you like love and trust unconditionally, like it just it twists like everything backwards and upside down and inside out. And yep. it's it's maddening and it's frustrating and it's frustrating for people, you know, who are trying to deal with you as well, because all they're trying to do is like be genuinely like loving and supportive oftentimes. Mm-hmm. And all you're getting out of that is like 
yeah, but what, like, what do you want out of this? Or like, what do you, like, what are you trying to get from me? Or you're just pitying me or, you know, you're just saying that. So I'll shut up so you can just get on with whatever you really want to do, you know? Right. Um, no, I get that with the people that are close to me. I also get it. And I think I talked about this last time too, in my creative stuff, which is some of the most important stuff in the world to me. Oh, sure. It's, you know, like on a normal day, I'll get up, I'll work on something. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll be good or it won't be as good as it could be. And right. that's that. But right. When I'm depressed, it's like I am a fucking hack. Yeah. I why do I even do this? I don't even know. Like my, I don't even know what a keyboard is. That's how bad this writing is. Yeah. you know. Um, and I've I've been working on certain things for a while to the point where I can put together like a best of list, like to make myself feel better. Right. Like I made these ten great things <laughs> out of the last out of the last thousand things I made. These ten things are perfect. Yeah. Exactly what I want them to be. Yeah. And and that's sort of my when I'm on the verge, I look at these things and I say, yeah. Yeah. You got I, you got to create your own, you got to create your own highlight reel. You know. Right. Exactly. And um, and when I'm down, it doesn't matter. It's like no, that's shit. Just like the rest of it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And it can go like for me, it can go even, uh, you know, it can go even a little bit. I don't know, like deeper and more devious than that. I don't even need like a direct input, like for my brain to twist it around against me. Like for me, it can be like, it can be nothing, you know, like if I, if I shoot someone a note, you know, a text message or an email or something and like, don't hear back from them, you Mm. know, and like, that's nothing like God, how many things do you not reply to immediately? Like how many things do I not reply to immediately every day? Like that's just, that's the way life works. Right. Like, well, especially since, you know, yeah, we're we're sort of bred to this immediacy thing now with, with the internet and yeah. stuff, but people are still eating dinner and driving to work totally. and doing, you know, whatever. Or just like, or, you know, I'll reply to that, like, when I can actually put some time into it, you know, but like, oh, here comes Ed's dumb, idiot, fucking depression brain. And so yeah. then it becomes like, well, they're not replying because they hate me and like, I've embarrassed myself by even trying to contact them. And uh, they're out with a bunch of other people, like putting on a performance of my shitty text messages so they can all <laughs> sit around and laugh at them, you know, like, and right, like right now I'm in a relatively good place and I can look at how absolutely crazy that thought process is like, that's a crazy thought process. Like it's illogical. Yeah. It's like, it's based nowhere in any kind of fact. Like it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's the rantings of a fucking crazy person. Um, but like right there in that moment, like not only is it truth, it's like, it's the only truth. It's the but, only logical conclusion of her not returning this text message is like, you know, she's out with someone else and has left me and forgotten about me and will never love me because she never loved me in the first place. You know, like, but when you're like that, how do you remind? How do you, how do you snap yourself out of it? How do you remind yourself? How do you? I mean, you could you could leave a posted on your you know on your computer or yeah. whatever that says no, it's lying. You're you know everything's fine. And yeah. when you're in that state of mind, you're not going to believe that. No, absolutely not. You can be like the guy from you know you're like the guy from Memento, like writing yourself yeah. notes you know from from the past um, or you know whatever. And so yeah, you got to you got to ride that out, and hopefully you know in the throes of that depression you know you don't do what i have done in the past and launch into like a series of you know angry follow-up messages of like Mm. you know where the fuck why the fuck what is going on um you know hopefully you don't do that and then you can get to the other side of it at some point and be like and look back and be like oh man that was crazy to think that that's stupid get on with you know move on and i have this thing where when i get down like particularly on the internet i want to pick fights yeah and for no good reason other than to, I don't know, drag people down with me sure. or I don't know what it is. Or my yeah, big it's thing that, it's that it's that I'm angry and miserable. So let's go make some other people angry and miserable. But my big thing, and I've recognized this and I haven't done it in like a year because now I see it and I back away. I put the keyboard away and I go do something else mm-hmm. is people are talking about stuff I don't care about. I get I, I would get really upset about that. <laughs> Why are you talking about sports? I hate sports. Talk about something I like. 
Like, what the fuck is that, you little fucking two-year-old toddler? Seriously, that's 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 um, you know, at the dinner table with the adults, being like, "This is boring." Yeah. So you start like smashing your forks together, you know. But I would I would do that as a grown man, as a yeah. 36, 37 year old man, and like I say, yeah. I've only finally learned. Wait a minute, don't don't talk. If you have that thought, keep your mouth fucking shut. Just yeah. just just shut up. That's stupid. That's a yeah. That's a um. I, I I delete a lot of tweets before I even send them, um, mm-hmm. and then often I'll go back the next day and delete some stuff because once you delete something off the revising internet, history, it's, sure. it's gone forever. Obviously, uh-huh. um, uh, Mike Mike Montero uh, wrote something a while back um, about oh god, I'm gonna get this so wrong, but they were like these the, the Quaker meetings, you know, where like the, the people would sit around in silence and like they wouldn't say anything unless it you know improved on the silence, you know, right. essentially. Um, and I try and remember that as I sort of like shout into the void sometimes. I'm like, is there like, is there a point to this or am I just talking like to be talking? Um, right. But again, sometimes like the, the bad brain will just, will, will just spark up on you. I don't know. Like if we were, you know, if we were manly men of yesteryear, we would just go to a bar, like throw back a couple of brewskis and like, and just pop the guy in the next stool, you know, start a fight with him and just like get that visceral, like I'm gonna punch you in the nose. Yeah, you know, and thing I, out I, of our system. I mean, that's I, stupid. That's even stupider than fighting on the internet. But like, that's <laughs> I'm not, not recommending that. I'm, not, I'm just saying that's how it used to be done. <laughs> no, and I fancy myself a pacifist. To be honest with you, I've sure. never been in a fight in my life. I don't. I I have. I just. I don't do violence. Yeah, I don't. I know. But I can see, like, seeing where it comes from, mm-hmm. seeing the spark. Like, wow, maybe these people are just fucked up in the head too, and maybe you know what I mean. Like, yeah. No, I, who, I I saw a guy doing it. Um, you know, I I worked I've worked in a couple of bars and I've you know I've, I've been around these this type of people. I watched a guy doing it just just last week. He was walking mm-hmm. up the sidewalk again, intentionally against traffic, mm-hmm. just bumping people. You know, just look, looking for, for somebody. A fight. To, yeah, and like I don't know what his deal was. I don't know why he was angry. Uh, you know, he looked he looked troubled. He looked disheveled. He obviously had some stuff going on, but like you could see it in his eyes, like he was looking for a fight. Right. Now the big thing I wanted to talk about to to switch gears a little bit here. Sure. Is we do have, as we talked about last time, quite a bit, uh, very different ways of of coming at this, and we've talked about it a bit now. Yeah. We also had very different years, I would say. Like we've both been through some shit in very different ways, and and yeah. you don't necessarily want to get into the the details of it, but I know you've been through some some situational stuff. I had some emotional things going on um, that are, right. I guess, you know. Well, so mo- you have your you have your base <laughs> level moods that are that are prone to going down from time to time, but yeah. then you have things that shake it up that that you know, yes. trigger it, make it worse. I had, I had a lot of chaos in my life. Um, that is, and that's no longer the case on some, uh, you know, on some fronts. Um, right. You know, well, that's good. But I mean, you, your, your depression, you know, like I say, even if you were medicated or whatever, even if you, you figured out how to, how to meditate your problems away, you know, whatever, you still had some stuff testing it that still would have made it a, a rough ride no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It was just, I had, I had a lot of, yeah. I mean, Whereas I have had situationally quite a good year. Like looking back, yeah. everything's been pretty great for me, and I've I've been fighting with medication. So yeah. I think, so tell me, tell me. I mean, I don't know how deep you want to get into your your regimen, but I, um, mostly just because it's boring and 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 confusing. If I go into well, sure. I took pill number one and pill number two, whatever. The gist of it is, I thought I was medicated to you know evenness to mm-hmm. some level, and then I had a really bad downturn that that. Uh, ended up being not the case and mm-hmm. I can't think I don't know if despair is the right word it, it was definitely more than disappointment right. I think despair might be overselling Deep, it deeper than de- like what would you call it an ennui 
no, because I'm not quite that much of a douchebag. <laughs> or French, but whatever. <laughs> I said douchebag. Hey, come on now. I'm kidding, of course. Work for those people. Um, no, the the feel that feeling, that mm-hmm. feeling of these meds we've been taking for a year, we thought we had it fixed. It doesn't work. You yeah. got to start all over again. Totally. And I think I even talked to you because I didn't know who else would kind of understand where I was coming from. Right. Like it's it's as all close this as forward I think... progress wasn't progress. It was yeah. nothing. It was I'm back to the back to the beginning. Yeah. I don't want to um I don't want to compare it too too much to this because it goes down sort of a weird place. But I think it would be very much like going through a lot of cancer treatment and thinking it was licked and then going in for your six month checkup and being like, yeah, cancer's back. You know, I yeah. mean, that's a that's a weird comparison to make, obviously, like, you know, cancer and brain stuff. But I mean, it's that thing of like thinking you've got this thing solved because you took all the steps you're supposed to take. And then, yeah. you know, now you're sort of back to, to square one. Well, and for me, this was medication number, I think, five right. that I've tried in the last 20 right. years. We tried a six that didn't work. We're on the seventh one now. Yeah. Which may work, it may not, where the, the jury's still out. Yeah. But it's it's just like, and the thing you told me was the thing you always tell me, which is the thing you <laughs> always tell everybody, which is you got to keep fighting. Yeah. I mean, that's that's been my, again, for someone who hasn't, you know, thrown a punch in God 20-something years, it's sort of yeah. a, a strange analogy to make, but... I don't know. I mean, you know, you're talking to the guy who got not dead yet tattooed on his arm because like for a while, like when things when things were bad, like that was the only thing that got me up in the morning was I would wake up and I would just be like, well, you know, it, I mean, it, it was not that I was going to like I wasn't suicidal. You know, I wasn't going to kill myself, but it was just like it feels it feels like a very oppressive weight of things, you know, just trying to to beat you into the ground. You know, there's a there's a certain level of giving up that's almost worse than suicide. Yeah, totally. Um, and I'm not going to belittle anybody who's been through someone who's who's killed themselves or anything no, like that. Not. But, but just but internally, but like from the inside, yeah. There, the, internally, you hit a point where, like, you know, you you want to um, you just want to give up. You don't want to kill yourself. You don't want to no. die. You just want to. You just want to like. You want everything to just stop being. Yeah. You know. Um, and so yeah, for me, I mean, that was it. Like, I I'd, I'd wake up in the morning, you know, by my third alarm or so, and <laughs> I'd. You know, at some point during the morning, I would take a long, hard look in the mirror and just say, like, you know, all all this, you know, all this shit, as I usually refer to it very clinically, like, Mm -hmm. you know, this shit didn't, you know, it didn't finish me off yesterday and it's not going to fucking finish me off today. And, you know, it's not going to fucking get me tomorrow either. Like, so it was just very, it was very day to day for me. Um, Because I just look at it like that. You you look at life as sort of this constant struggle and I'm. I don't know. For me, well, you know just... me. I mean, I'm. We're, we're opposite in that regard too, because I'm. I'm yeah. very much little starts, right? Whereas you're like you're build on you're you're build on yesterday and do it again tomorrow. Momentum. Whereas, exactly. Whereas for me, it's like, you know, it's and I don't know. I don't know if that's you know sort of the differences in our in our levels of ADD or what. But like I, you know, oftentimes like my plan for down the line is like you know tomorrow. You know, <laughs> it's like right. it's get get to tomorrow. You know, um, and maybe some of that is procrastination in the sense of just like, well, I'll figure it out tomorrow. Like get through today, and I'll figure it out tomorrow. You know, it could be mm-hmm. some level of that. Um, and see, I have this this underlying fear that tomorrow I'm going to be worse, and right. if I don't figure it out today, then I'm not going to be able to figure mm-hmm. it out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If we could, I think if we could like, if we could smash ourselves together, like maybe we would find some sort of happy medium where we would like not feel that urgency of like, you know. Oh God, it's got to be today or it'll be never versus my like, eh, I can get to that tomorrow. <laughs> I think, Wait. I think when robot, like when, when the robot exoskeletons come around, like if we can get your brain and my brain into one robot, like we're, we're gonna get some shit done. Are you, are you suggesting that we drift? Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Because I mean, I'm already I'm already you... committed to a robot with Matt. But Damn it. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Although, can Canadians and Americans work together in the same robot? That doesn't seem like a good idea. Well, we're both on the Pacific coast, so I mean, I yeah, would assume you're practically so. in Canada. You're right. <sighs> yeah, exactly. All right. Hey, that's that that was uncalled for. Nah, that's my constant joke about Seattle. Get used to it. <laughs> I usually apply it to sports teams, but you don't sports, so. No, not not as such. No. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> can we stop talking about sports, please. Jesus Christ! I know. Sorry, God, you're gonna fight me. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, that's, that was my, uh, but it's interesting that you say that my way is sort of more intense in that I got to do it today. But on the other hand, you see yours as a fight. Do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both coming at it from a pretty, from a pretty hardcore, like fighting our way to the surface kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I don't know what I, what I would love is to not fight every day. I would love to know how I'm going to feel when I wake up. Oh yeah. I, there's a there's a running joke with a, a very good friend of mine that I check in with every day, mm-hmm. and I say how are you, and she says fine, and she says how are you, I, say, I don't know, ask me in a couple hours, yeah. like I I can't tell yet. Oh and totally, it's, it's it's crazy because I would love to just get up and say this is going to be a good day, this is going to be a bad day. I don't know. Shit, sometimes I don't even know until I get to the end of the day and then look back <laughs> and we're like, oh, I guess I no. was, you know, whether it's whether it's looking at a pile of things that I got done or like, you know, latching onto a couple of key experiences or whatever. Um, right. You know. I, I'm and again, like you know, that's back to some ADD stuff. Like being in the moment for me is is a difficult situation sometimes. So sometimes it's only in sort of like hindsight analysis that I can figure out what kind of day I had, which is right. frustrating. Now, see, for me, it's like okay, the the pills have kicked in, the 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 caffeine's kicked in, yeah. and I still feel like shit. Well, I guess it's gonna be a bad day. Great, mm-hmm. here we go. I can usually figure it out by like sometimes I can figure it out by what music I put on. Hmm. Uh, you know, by the time I like hit the bus, you know, is this, am I, am I listening to like my, you know, the stuff that like sort of gives me like my hard fuck you face when I get on the bus or am I listening to like something a little, you know, a little jumpier, a little more like, Hey, how you doing? Like happy stuff. It's fucked up that neither of us really know what we're thinking. You know what I mean? Like hearing us both describe that, like, how can you not know what mood you're in? Like, just think about that. Like, how, as, as analytical as you and I both are, and as as well as we know our brains, we still don't know shit about them. You know what no, I mean? No, no, not at all. That, and that's, I mean, and that that brings its own, you know, big fat struggle pile of things. And that, you know, I'll I'll find myself out in the world, God forbid. Um, <laughs> which, like, I'm honestly, I'm trying to do more. Like, I'm trying to, I'm yeah, trying to too. buck my natural instincts of just like. Uh, it'll be too hard to get there. It'll take too long. And maybe mm-hmm. I won't know anybody like, you know, maybe I won't know anybody there. And, you know, I should probably not spend the money and like, blah, blah, blah. And like, I can, I mean, I can talk myself out of anything like really, really easily. Yep. So, um, I forget what I was talking about. God damn it. <laughs> well, I had that. I, I, I have that same thing about, uh, about talking myself out of stuff. I, the weird thing is the meds that I'm on now, the ones that I've been on for a while now. Yeah. I don't have that anymore. I don't have the social anxiety. Like that's how I can tell one part of it's working, even oh, if it's. God, I got I have some, some of those. Can you just yeah, mail me like just a big envelope full of them. Oh, that yeah. yeah that's I just figured out where I was going with that. Um, well, the, uh, just let me let me finish this up real quick. I had I had this sort of what I call phantom anxiety, <laughs> uh-huh. which is like um uh, my my good friend and uh, co-host of my other podcast Matt uh-huh. got married, and right before his wedding, I had I oh. didn't feel a panic, but I felt like I was supposed to be feeling a panic. Man, weddings, yeah. This is this is usually where I bail. <laughs> right. Is what I was thinking. Yes. And I was totally fine. I went and it was fine. It was a good time. I was there with people I knew. We had fun. But the whole time I'm thinking this is usually where I bail. It must be time to bail. What's the and I don't this is not intended to like mock you at all or anything, no. but like what's the um 
What's the closest you've ever gotten to a thing before you like turned around and bounced? Like, have you ever gotten to like the front door of a party and then like just one eighty and and bailed yeah. out? Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. I um, there's a thing I I've been trying to get out more too, mm-hmm. and um, there's a there's a, a sketch comedy group here in Seattle mm-hmm. that uh, that I want to get involved with because I do a sketch comedy podcast and sure. I want to you know maybe put some stuff on live, maybe meet some people, whatever. Yeah, get in the and, scene. Yeah, exactly. And they do this uh, writing seminar once a month. People get together, they throw ideas around, they write yeah. together, they see what works, you know, whatever. And you're like, hey, can you schedule that during a time when, like, I'm not freaking the fuck out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it, it happened that Amanda was out of town, and I was by myself, and I said, I'm going to go to this thing. And every part of my being said, no, you're not. Yeah. But I got up, and I went, yep. and I had a great time, yep. and I met people, and everything about it was fantastic. Yep. But before these meds i probably would have gotten so close to like having my hand on the door before i you know yeah i went to a, i went to a to thing a while there. back where like i spent probably the first half hour of it sort of i don't think i was probably physically trembling but i felt like i was and just oh, sweating yeah. like i felt like i was under the hot lights you know like i yeah. felt like i was being interrogated and like everything in me was screaming like just go dude and go yeah. not only because you should go home but also because no one here likes you and oh. I sort of gutted it out a little bit um, and wound up, you know, having an okay time. But, like, just, yeah, getting over that first hump is just... Um... Yeah, but see, for me, once I get over it, it's usually the adrenaline of being there. Yeah. And of overcoming that panic that right. I'm okay. Right. But uh, anyway, you were saying you're trying to get out a little more. Oh, yeah. So just going back to that whole, like, you know, being self-analytical but still not going, like, knowing what the fuck is going on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the self... Get, getting wrapped up in my own head um, is... Oh, it's fucking murder, man. Like... I will be out, you know, at a party or at a gathering with people that, like, I know, I know like me. They're, like, they invited me to this thing. Right. Um, So they obviously, like, have some, you know, level of affection for me. And, man, I just, I, I will just get so, like, locked up in my brain. And, you know, then I'll get all crazy ADD on it and, like, start worrying about if I'm talking too much and too fast. And then, if, <laughs> oh, my God, are my meds kicking in? Am I talking too fast? Because everybody knows how sweaty I am. Does You know, like, just all, like... And no one's noticing, like, no one's paying that much attention to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in, like, a self-depreciating, like, oh, no one cares about me way. I just mean, like, no one's, you know, fucking analyzing. Like, I'm sure as soon as I leave the room, no one's saying, oh, Ed, Ed talks really fast and he's very sweaty. Like, no one's having that conversation. <laughs> but in my head, they're all having that conversation, Al. Wow. No, I, I got to say, I don't really have that. But that's because I haven't really gotten out until recently. Yeah. yeah. I haven't. I, I would say you get more points because you, you know. Well, I get a, I get, I get a, I get a bad case of, of, of the try too hards, you know, because mm-hmm. then I try and overcompensate like for that, yep. you know, too much, too fast to whatever, but like, well, I better be extra entertaining or no one will ever like me ever again. Oh um, yeah. You know? And so then it's just, just, it's, and then I come home, I come home so fucking wiped out, dude. I come home exhausted from yep. just the sheer like mental musculature of of just having conversations like this isn't hard stuff. This is basic, just interacting with other human beings stuff. But now, I do spend you get so this much... always? No, no, not all the time. It usually. So recently I sort of, uh, you know, it's the holiday season. And so things sort of stack up. And so right. I, um, you know, I, I, I over socialed, you know, and so mm-hmm. I, I was in a, the, a few of those situations in a row. Um, and then, you know, my other crutch that I lean on is obviously like, well, if I just drink a little bit, I'll loosen up and not worry about stuff, you know, and then sometimes I drink a little bit too much, whatever. Um, you know, so I just had a bunch of those days stacked in a row and I was, I was burnt, you know, like my batteries were just drained, but I still had things to go to. Um, and so I went to at least one gathering where like I was, I was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable the entire time. Um, but you stuck with it. You went and you stuck with it. 
Yeah, but I mean, I stood a lot. I spent a lot of time just sort of trying to find a corner to stand wow. in by myself, you know. Yeah. Which is like, well, if you're gonna do that, then just fucking go home, you know. And I should have, but I didn't. I get like that in rooms with strangers, but uh, if it's people I know, I'm usually okay. Well, this was a mix, you know. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, because not everyone's like me. Not everybody has like, you know, seven friends. <laughs> Some people have <laughs> wide ranging groups of friends. <laughs> well, I got a lot of friends, and exactly one of them lives in the same town yeah, as me. Yeah, so. exactly. And that's exactly. only a recent thing. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's. It's it's very much that thing where, you know, by all outward appearances, I'm just, you know, sort of a guy, you know, standing wherever I'm standing. And I'm just I'm I'm at, I'm at war inside my own head. And so then I try and like I try and be conscious of that, you know, when I interact with other people, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I try and be like as empathetic as I can to the fact that like other people, you know, might have some fucking shit squirreling around in their brains, too. Um, but it's it's hard. Like it's that's you, a that's a recent revelation for me. That other people, and I don't know why, it's yeah. so stupid and selfish, but that other people might be just as fucked up as we are, maybe in different ways. But Well, it's, you know, it's, um, I don't think it's always necessarily just a pure selfishness thing. I mean, you know, you have blinders to certain things, I think, but also like, yeah, when you, when you spend so much time dealing with your own situation, like, yeah, it becomes very, very like, you know, it becomes the only thing you know, that kind of matters because right. it's like you just spend so much time dealing with it, not because it's like more important than anyone else's stuff, you know, on a whatever, on a base scale, but just because like it's it's your thing because you spend so much time with it, you know. But do you want to be that? Do you want to be the person that lets that define you? Like that's the thing, you know, that's your thing. You're Ed and you you are depressed. Like, the, oh, God, fuck no. no. Yeah, exactly. Um so, yeah, I, I, no, absolutely not. Like, I, it's, I mean, it'll always, it'll forever be a, a part of whoever the fuck I turn into. Right. Um, no, but I don't ever want to be any one thing, you know? Um, well, right, but particularly this. Yeah, but particularly this. It's like, you know, if, if going back to like a cancer or something like that, mm-hmm. you don't want to be the guy with cancer. Right. You're fighting cancer, fight that, you know, fight. But uh, you, you want to be you still, you know sure. what I mean? Sure, You don't let it define you. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like this, you know, this is what I'm about all the time and it's terrible. It's like I spend all my time in this uphill battle and I spend all this time trying to trying to get this thing under control with doctors and medication and, and uh, you know, overthinking it and writing stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so exhausting. And, you know, I just want it to go away. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to I don't know, you, you got to do what you can. So I think that, I think that's why, you know, obviously empathy for other people is is extremely important. I have one friend sure. who, um, you know, he started doing some some volunteer stuff, um, you know, and he was going through his own, you know, various battles because like, yeah, it's a good it's a good way to just get outside your own head and like just help, you know, some other people and do, you know. God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I'm such a terrible person. No, but I, I mean, I don't know. I do. I have, I've had, uh, I've had people sort of reach out to me, you know, and and you know, lay some of their problems out. Right. Um, no, and, and I, I love trying to help other people. Yeah. Like with with this kind of thing, like sure. in a not not. I know what I'm doing. I'm a I'm a you know medical professional way, right. but in a. You know, a lot of my friends, well, my wife is almost 10 years younger than I am. So, like, a lot of my friends are substantially younger than I am. Right. And that means I've, you know, not not to be that guy, but really, that means I got 10 years on, on you know, 10 more years of suffering with this stuff. I may have a thing or two to add. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Totally. Totally. And I, uh, God, that sounds so douchey when I say it like that. 
No, but it's what it is, man. I mean, on the flip side of that, on the flip side of being douchey, like it's you know, it's kind of a bummer, man. To think well, yeah, to think that I, I still haven't whipped this, and you got ten more years of this to look forward to. Yeah. So uh, you know. But I mean, I don't know. Like you're never gonna, you're never gonna whip it. You know. Uh, I don't know. I wish I could. Nah, I don't know. You'll 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 tame it. You know, you'll you'll figure it out. But it's never gonna go away. Yeah. It's just what it is. You know. Well, and that's. That's why that medication thing was so frustrating because I really start believing it. Yeah. I really start believing that this is it. It's going to yep. go away and I've got normal brain chemistry now. Yep. And uh, nope. But you find a way. I mean, but I mean, we've talked about this. Like you like you find a way to I don't want to say harness it or, or, or work with it, but like it becomes part of, you know, it becomes part of what you do. And so now, like, you know, you know that you're up now. You will not be up forever because that's not how the world works. And right. so while you're up, like, get some shit done, you know? And you do that. Like, I know that you harness that. Like, I know when you're, you know, when you're flying high, like, you work harder than you ever have because you know that, like, this is your time to get things done, you know? Yeah. I, I, there's very much that feeling of I'm preparing for winter because. Yeah. It's like being a farmer, man. Like, you're, if you're, yeah. if you're, if, if the sun's up and you're not out there getting shit done, you're, you're burning daylight. You're wasting yeah. time, you know? And I don't just need to eat today. I need, I'm going to have to eat for the next three months when yep. there's no sun, you know? I mean, that's that's how it goes yep because you live in alaska now apparently uh, uh mentally yeah that's about right <laughs> that's about what it looks like in there <laughs> yeah i could see russia from my head yeah exactly <laughs> jesus so I, one thing i wanted to talk about was the concept of bed this is a thing that a lot of depressed <laughs> people talk about like yep. i can't get out of bed that's yep. that's the way they they define it yeah what do you mean when you say that um when I say that, does it's, that mean it's, it's usually the... just like there's there's nothing out there for me? Like I just it's for me it's like I don't I don't have the like whatever is out there. It's not that like that everything out there is scary and terrible. It's not that you know here there be monsters and like the blanket is a force field, but it's just like there's just nothing out there for me right now. Nothing that needs my attention. Nothing I need to pay attention to. Like there's just. That's just the world, and, like, I don't need to be in it, and it doesn't need me in it right now, so I'm going to stay here in my fucking bed. Huh. See, that's very different. For me, it is sort of a everything out there is scary, and I'm in the only safe place that there is. Yeah. Yeah, because I know it seems like you have sort of, like, some more active fear of what might be out there, whereas Which for is, me, it's just, like, nothing, like, this bed is, like, I'm cool, I'm here, and, like, nothing outside this bed exists or needs to exist right now. Right. No, and it's weird because I do have that fear, but it's not a tangible, it's not like a... There's a thing I'm scared of. Right. It's not like the floor is lava. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. the the reason I bring it up is because now I'm uh, with the medication that I'm, I'm you know, I'm uh, tweaking the dosage and it might not be happening anymore. But sure. I have this problem where I don't want to get out of bed because bed is so great. Yep. Like, I, I've never been like that. I've always been a morning person since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. My mom said I would I would go to bed when the sun was still up and then be up like, you know, crazy early. That's just always how yeah. I've been. And now it's like the alarm goes off and yeah, I could get up, but I yeah. could also sleep. This is nice. Yeah. For me, I mean, I guess some of it for me is a little bit just, you know, geographical and situational because like I live in a studio apartment where I have a desk and a bed, you know. Yeah. So like <laughs> but only I mean, two places you, know, you could be bed. Yeah. Bed, couch. I mean, in the old days when I had a couch, it would just, you know, I'd just be on the couch all day versus being in bed all day. But it's the same, you know, it's the same principle. It's like, right. I have TV. TV will keep me entertained. Everything else can just sort of fuck off for a while. See, if I made it to the couch, I would call that a victory. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. No, I know. I know. But like I say now, 
and I don't know, you know, I don't, I get if we fix this or not because we're trying to. Sure. But um, it's it's just like, man, nothing is better than bed. This is great. Yeah. Interesting. And that's a that's a whole other feeling. And so I'm trying to explain this to my shrink. I'm trying to say I don't want to get out of bed, but it's not it's not the old fear thing anymore. It's been sure. really hard to articulate. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't. Uh... It. I get the most pleasant sleep on this on this medication. Huh. Like I get I get vivid ass Again, dreams and not some? nightmares, but just uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, kids, I, don't share your medicines. I've, I've why not? I've reduced to half the dosage now, so I can just send you the other half. I'll go to jail. God. Oh, well, probably. Uh, Wait, you'll go to jail or I will? I don't know. Both of us probably. We'd make great cellmates, Scott. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> Why are those two grown men crying? <laughs> They're in a down cycle. <laughs> that's a, that's another thing I kind of wanted to talk about with with you a little bit. Prison. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What are you, the a top or a bottom? The prison of the mind, Al? No. Top bunk Sorry. or bottom bunk? No, I'm not talking about this with you. Okay. Um, the, the crying thing. I say this, you are a grown-ass man that is entirely comfortable sharing with people that things make you cry. Oh, yeah, totally. That is unusual and admirable. I don't know if it's that unusual. Not these days. I mean, it's not the fucking 50s, but... Um... I, don't, I don't know anyone else who does it. I'll say that. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I know people who will admit... You know, like if we're talking about a movie or something that they're not too macho or whatever the hell you would call it now sure. to say, yeah, I cried a little bit. Yeah. Do I talk about it a lot? I didn't even realize that. I didn't, not I didn't know that a lot. Was, I didn't know that not, was a thing about me. Not to the point that you're crying guy, but enough uh-huh. that, yeah, I notice it. Huh. I don't even know you, that I cry that much. Maybe I'm making jokes. Uh, I, it's possible, but I doubt it because yeah. I can usually read the context of what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I've always, honestly, I've always been a bit of a crier. I mean, it's something I used to take a lot of shit for back in school because, you, well, you know, like, It seems like now you own it. I think you just have to. Like, I don't know. I, I spend a lot of, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time uh, being a very bottled up person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't necessarily do me a lot of good, I think, um, you know, to the point where like, I would just sort of just jam everything down until I just, you know, and everything, everything was a joke and I'd laugh everything off. Thank God sure. I'm not like that now. Um, but then like, you know, I would, I would, you know, you can only sort of bottle up so much before the bottle's full. Right. And so then like, it would just be a thing where like, I don't know, I'd be watching goddamn the Sandlot or something like that and just, you know. At some emotionally poignant sports moment, like I would just, right, you know, just kind of lose it. Um, huh. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I'm crying guy or close to crying. Guy, no, you're not. You're mean, not crying guy. I don't mean it like that. I no. just, like I said, the best way to say it is that you own it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you acknowledge that you know, on occasion, more than once a year, <laughs> this is a thing that happens, and you're not afraid to share it with people. Yeah. I mean, that's just. I think that just comes sort of with the whole package of like. Being, being fairly, openly being emotional very, guy. Yeah, openly emotional and, you know, and, and public with, you know, with all my, you know, with all my dumb bullshit. Like, it's, I try and be honest to the point where, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not dramatizing things, you know, for effect. And I'm not only talking about, you know, the good stuff or only talking about the bad stuff. Like, I try and also balance that by, like, talking about stuff that makes me very excited and stuff that I really enjoy, you know. So it's not just a sinkhole of, like. No, and you posted a really are. sweet thing on I think it was Facebook yeah. like uh last week. That Just was like, I was on one of my manic days. I really appreciate the people in my life yeah. and, blah, blah, and that was really cool. That was that was on a day, like, that was on one of those days. Like so I've had these times a couple times recently. Like I'm not 
you know, I'm not really diagnosed anything. I'm mostly self-diagnosed as, you know, as mm. having, as being depressed. No, but we, we talked about this a lot in depth last year and I explained what, you know, cycling was and all that. Yeah. And you're like, nope. You're like, nope, just down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I've never been like, you know, I've never considered myself at all like bipolar, but man, I tell you, I've had a few days in the last, you know, in the last several months, not on any sort of trackable cycle. So I don't know if maybe it's just, maybe that's just what a good day feels like. It's been so fucking long since I've had one. Like I'm, I'm ascribing other things to it, but I, I refer to them sort of jokingly in my head and maybe, you know, on Twitter as like, you know, a, a manic episode because I'm right. just like, <laughs> I'm just excited. And like, I'm, I'm writing, you know, and, 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 and enjoying it. And like, I walked to get a bagel and like everything was just, I was just walking down the street with a fucking smile on my face, you know? And this is from right. a guy who like got called mean and or scary, like three times over one weekend by strangers. <laughs> so wow. like, I know that my natural face position is obviously not smiling. Um, well, it's hard for guys with facial hair because the mustache just sort of draws the, mu the mouth down yeah, and you think they're always is. frowning. You know, that's probably what it is. Um, but yeah, so I, I had a few days that I don't know. I don't know what they are, but no, but, I, I mean, understand. But, but none of it's dishonest. I mean, that, you know, that thing that I wrote, like, I know it came off as like, you know, cheesy. And I know I got a few no, eye rolls from people, but like it was um, I, I really meant it. Like, I, you know, it was the same way when I wrote that, uh, you know, the thing about Twitter um, and all my Twitter friends and how it's, you know, that whole sort of community of people has has changed my life in a lot of really positive ways. Like, right. Sometimes it just kind of comes pouring out, I guess. Well, and I guess that's the happy version of crying, right? <laughs> <laughs> The, the thing is, mania, like true mania, is yeah. apparently uh, just as bad. It's like it's it's a bitch in the other way, in yeah. the, the you never sleep way, like it, right. at its extreme. Right. Mania is apparently quite dangerous. Yeah. And I have, my cycles are mild, like the worst mania I've ever had. I can still get to sleep at night. Yeah. Um, but I read this book um, between all these meds not working about... <laughs> Uh, this doctor that had had come up with this new diagnosis called uh, was it bipolar? They, there's different levels. There's like bipolar one, bipolar two, depending on if you're a suicide risk or you just get a little sad. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want to they don't want to call it exactly the same thing. So sure. there's levels to it. And he called it uh, bipolar two B. I think it was beneficial. Uh -huh. The idea being these people don't want to be cured. They want their mania because that's when they get their shit done. Yeah. And they don't want to be treated. They'd rather suffer through the depression because mania is great, man. Yeah. And it was interesting, and it kind of made me think, yeah, me too. But on the other hand, are those downs really worth it? Right, right. And I don't well, know. Well, I mean, I and really that's, that's that. been your struggle forever, right? That's like, yeah. you know, do I do I put up with, with the highs when I get a lot of shit done? You well. Know, or, do, or do I, you know, to then on the other side put, out, put up with the lows, you know, Knowing that a high is going to be, you know, around the corner and yeah, I'll be okay again. Yeah. But the problem is that when the, see, that's what's fucked up. I mean, I guess it's like when you're in, like when you're in the in the highs, you can see the lows, you know. Yep. But when you're in the lows, like you can't even imagine a fucking high. Like that. No. <laughs> no, I must have just had a couple of good days. There's fucking no highs. Asshole brain. Yeah, that was a trick. Yeah. Back yep. then when I was like doing well, that was a trick. That was a lie. This is truth. This is truth down here. Yeah. Ugh, but uh, it's frustrating. Also, also, my shrink pointed out that um, most bipolar people tend to start uh, like it's it's a, it's a pendulum for the mm -hmm. first part of your life. And as you get older, it gradually just starts going to one side. And guess oh, which really? side it is. God damn. See, go like, on guess. Listen, brain, <laughs> like respect the laws of physics. OK, like pendulums don't just swing one way. Yeah, no kidding. <sighs> oh, it's the bad side. I mean, I, I assume that, yeah, yeah. that question was rhetorical, but yeah, yeah, I had to be right about something. So. <laughs> No, he, he said uh, eventually bipolar people pretty much just skew depressed after awesome. 40, 50 years, something like awesome. that. 
So that's great. I'm coming up on 40. That's good to know. (laughs) Finish line's coming. Yep. So that's good. Yeah. I don't know. In, as a whole, though, I just I kind of wanted to touch on the fact that we're both still fighting our various battles. Oh, and yeah. It's, it's still a thing that we struggle with every day. And when we signed off last time, it wasn't like, yep, we got our stuff figured out. <laughs> now it's, you know. Problem now, solved. Now what's wrong with you people? Yeah. I'm, um yeah, I, I feel this, this I don't know, the last, I don't know, couple months anyway, like. Some things in the aftermath of the stuff that you went through. Yeah, like some things are stable. Like works a little bit better. Money's a little bit better. You know, so like that's like takes off a lot of stress. Like there's some other you know emotionally stuff that's mm-hmm. you know still sort of hanging around the periphery. But like it's you know it's a it's a phantom now as opposed to a I don't know a sort of constantly oppressive force. Right. Um, so I don't know. I as I've sort of checked in you know with you and with some various other people like I. I don't feel like I'm lying when I say like I'm doing, you know, I'm doing things are going pretty okay. Like I'm doing pretty well. Um, but is that just a I'm not, like I'm not beating the world, you know, I'm not I'm not conquering earth, but right. But are you better now than you were a month ago? Uh a month ago, I don't know. 6 months ago? Yeah. I think okay. so. Fair enough. Whereas all my stuff has been entirely circumstantial. Like I'm I am a slave to my brain chemistry. I'm waiting to see what different medications will do to me. Yeah. In the meantime, this has been one of the best years of my life. I've had so much good stuff happen to me this year. Yeah. And half of it I've just kind of looked at in sort of an indifferent kind of, oh, that's nice. And it's like, why can't I fucking enjoy this, you know? Yeah, yeah that's frustrating. That's to, you know, when you, to get to the other side of something and look back at it and realize that you weren't, you know, for whatever reason, like you weren't there, you know, whether it was because you were wrapped up in your own head or like you literally weren't there because you had one of those days when you couldn't go. Right. You know, that's... um. You know, it, it feels it feels like missed opportunities. It feels like wasted time, you know, and yeah. as well, when you have good things in your life and you feel like you're not appreciating them enough, you yeah, feel like, totally. you, you know, then then that that liar, that that fucker depression is going <laughs> to swoop in and say, yeah, well, you didn't appreciate it. And now it's gone. I hate that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, it's been a great year. And yet here I am still mm-hmm. struggling with the with the with the cycles. And yeah, totally. I am on medication number seven or eight now, I think. Mm-hmm. And we haven't found the one that works yet. No. And, and I and I had, you know, my, my most recent like really shitty day where I felt terrible was like two days ago. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> it. Um, it never stops. No, no, it doesn't. But and I, I don't want that to be the prevailing message here. I mean, that that's part of it. But really, I just want to say we're still in the fight both of us yeah we're still... but i i realize like I, I realize more and more that like it's it's a fight worth fighting you know it's yeah. a, um you know and that's the other thing like i said along, along with sort of the you know the not dead yet which i like i said i literally got tattooed on my arm right um sorry mom um <laughs> but yeah i mean I, I look at especially when i look back at you know at missed opportunities or wasted time you know or whatever mm-hmm. else because let's face it like we're not getting any younger right um you know, that's the other sort of thing I've had rattling around in my head is like, I still have a lot to do, you know, and the more I let this thing kick my ass, like the more bites it takes out of my life, the less time there is to do, you know, all of that stuff. And I, I mean, like simple stuff. I don't mean like, you know, like whatever, climb the Alps or any of that shit. I just mean like there's books I haven't fucking read yet, you know, and like there, <laughs> there's new comics coming out every week that I need to read. And there's, you know, no, see, just, I'm, I'm with you on there's, this. There's, I, got... I, have, I have a lot of people that like I sort of know but haven't spent enough time with. And I have people that I sort of know but haven't actually met yet. So like they all need to be like, you know, like checked off that list or whatever else. And right. So I just 
I'm trying to find a way to figure out how to fight this fight to where like the fight itself is not eating up all of my time. Right. You know, and all of my energy. That uh, sounds exactly like what I was saying. Yeah. And I, but have... I said it louder, so it's probably more true. <laughs> well, you are kind of scary, so <sighs> fuck you. <laughs> this interview is over. I'm nice, damn it. God, what the fuck with you people? No, I, I have that same, like, for all the differences we have and for all the different approaches we have to this, that is my core thing, too, is I yeah. got too much stuff to do. Yeah. There's, I don't, there might not be a real list in my head. There's kind no. of a vague outline of a list sure. of things I need to do, you know, before I die. And I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm creeping up on 40. I just turned 39. And yeah. that is a good reminder. 40 yeah. old. Nah, not anymore. It's, no, 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 no. It's not. I don't feel it. I feel great. I'm a fucking child. I read comic books and watch cartoons all day. But you know what I mean. Do you have any friends that are like really young? I got a couple of friends that are like, they're like mid 20s and it just infuriates me. They're just their youth infuriates me. Well, it's uh, like I said, my <laughs> wife is nine years younger than me. And yeah. and so are all her friends, which are now my friends. Yeah. And they all turn 30 this year. Ugh. Watching them all turn 30 and panic about it has been kind of hilarious it's to me. It's kind of laughable. As but there's I'm no there's no 40. way for you to pass on that wizard without sounding like grandpa, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like I was saying before. Yeah, I got the 10 years of experience on you. Yeah, yeah okay. Nobody wants to Whatever. hear that. Yeah, off my lawn, et cetera. <laughs> but I do. I have the, the... I'm looking at 40 and I'm saying, okay, if I'm going to get this stuff done, if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to really make creative stuff that makes a difference and gets out there and yep. people see it, it's not going to be when I'm 60. It's going to... It's got to be now. Yep. And then sometimes that is what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to um, – Fraction wrote a great thing about this where, like, somebody, you know, somebody got in touch with him via Tumblr or something like that and was like, you know, I'm – Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it made the rounds pretty widely. And unfortunately, yeah. actually, he shut down his uh, his asks for a while because he felt like he wasn't really equipped to right. know, play therapist to so many people who are coming to him, which I get. Like, I – Oh, sure. You know, um, because that's the nightmare scenario, right? Somebody reaches out for help and for some reason, like, you can't get to it or, or whatever else and then – and then they're the one that that offs themselves. Yeah, and, totally. yeah. But but yeah, that that was his whole thing. It was just like, you know, get get to tomorrow, you know, and just whatever it is, whatever it is, you know. Yep. If it's a book that hasn't come out yet, or if it's you know, <laughs> what did he say? He's like, there's an entire Game of Thrones book that hasn't even come out yet, you know, all this <laughs> stuff. And like, I... hey, listen, man, when things get, you know, when things get bad, you got Sometimes you got to latch onto something. Like you got to find the just the smallest fucking foothold you can and and jam your toe in there. Um. You know, because that's because that's what it takes. I mean, this isn't like strictly the same thing, but there was a time in my life when I was working two jobs and one of them started at four in the morning. And the other one went to late at night and I would walk into I would walk into work just exhausted, you know, mm -hmm. just like I and and thinking about the enormity of, you know, an eight hour shift was just like, you know, I was I was falling asleep, leaning against the counter in the first hour. How am I going to make it through eight? Right. And I had a timer and I would set that timer for you know, whatever interval at the absolute worst. I think I said it for 15 minutes mm -hmm. and I would just, you know, well, I don't have to get through eight hours. I just got to get through this 15 minutes. And then the timer will go off, you know, and I'll just I'll that. I would just reset that fucking thing every 15 minutes, man. That like trick it was, never works for me. Yeah, it was. I mean, again, those are, you know, those were extreme, you know, right. circumstances aren't comparable to this stuff. But I think some of it applies in that, like, you know, you don't have to look at, you know, if you think your life's fucked up, if you're having trouble, it's not about like. I've got to figure out how to fix this to get through the rest of my life. Fuck that. Like, get through today. You know, get right. to tomorrow. Get through this week. You know, make it until Christmas. Like, I don't know. It's, it's. Baby steps. Yeah. It's a hard, I don't know. It's a hard fight, but it's fucking worth it, man. Yeah. No, and that's, I think we can pretty much leave it there. That's, yeah. you know. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. 
Yeah, way too much to do. And in fact, uh, I know you have other things you need to be getting to, so we can uh, yeah, we, we can go up. ahead and start wrapping this up. Is All there right. any any further things you wanted to say to anyone who might be listening still? No, I don't think so. I love you Just, guys. Yeah, same here. Just uh, <laughs> and again, like I don't know, my 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 two pronged approach has always been like you know keep fighting, and then if you need help, fucking ask for help, man. Like, I, that was the thing I was going to come back to that we said last time. Yeah, yeah look look for help. Yeah. Like uh, and, if, and if the first person you ask for help can't help you, ask someone else, man, and just keep like. Well, it's like I said, you and I have both been through some different shit, but some shit this year, emotional yeah. related yep. stuff, and we have support systems. We yeah, have totally people and there, were, there and, and, yeah. to help us. And there were and there were times when, like you know, my go to person for whatever reason was not there. You know, um, right? And so have you, a backup. you know, you yeah, you you moved down the list. You know, and there was a time when like somebody, you know, somebody I know like just put a thing on Twitter that was like, "Things are not good. Can someone call me?" You know, and I just happened to be near my phone, so like I gave her a call and like we talked some shit out, and it was good for both of us. You know, right? Like, helped her and it helped me um so yeah no and and we said this before too you know like if if you know us if you are familiar with us we're sure. we're out with this we're you know you, yeah. you know you know we're going through it and, and it's fucking scary and terrifying to be it out is. with it but it's also like you know it's uh it's a little liberating in a way though a little bit a little bit yeah but you know if if you are acquainted with me and you you see me around and you need you know, you need somebody to talk to, you know, I, I'm, I'm putting myself out there. I'm right there. And I'm, I'm sure Ed would do the same. Absolutely. I'm so hard to contact on the internet. Cause I've never, <laughs> that, but... Jesus, get your life together, Casey. This show is produced by me, Ron Algar Watt and featured Ed Casey. For links to some of the things we mentioned in this talk, go to the show's website at more-bits.com. To learn more about Ed, check out bartdontlie.tumblr.com. My website, as always, is algar.com. That's double A-L-G-A-R. Thanks for listening. And as Ed is fond of saying, be well. <laughs>